Yes, Tim back here to introduce this week's best of show. Oh, and we've got a great one from 2018. I started listening to it and I'm like, wow, I'm just a giant dick for like no reason. Apparently, back in 2018, Jan Terry, who is probably the most well-known Linda Finkel Hall of Famer, get down goblin, anyone? How about losing you? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, that's from Jan's 1993 CD uh, titled Baby Blues. Baby Blues was also a song on the CD all about this guy she liked who had uh, beautiful baby blue eyes. And anytime I talk about Jan Terry, I like to mention that uh, in the video for Baby Blues, the guy who plays Baby Blues does not have blue eyes. Like the one thing they had to, to find in a guy was blue eyes. That's the whole like premise of the song. This guy has like, it's the furthest thing from blue. It's like dark brown shit eyes. We asked Jan Terry about that, and her response was, well, we, we couldn't find anyone. <laughs> she didn't know anyone with blue eyes, so, you know, she just went with someone with, with brown eyes. She didn't change the song. I always get a kick out of that. Anyway, uh, in this episode of DV, very sad news. Apparently, Jan Terry's dog died in 2018, and I spent, I don't know, five to ten minutes making fun of her dead dog. I must have been in a real bad mood that day or something. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, listen, Sideshow Freaks are going to be getting a brand new episode of DV a little bit later today. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive. Of course, you can also sign up on Spotify or Apple Podcasts using those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Uh, for more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Now sit back, enjoy this best of show, and if you're Sideshow Freaks, I'll see you back a little bit later today. I got my savior, help of my behavior. Chock full of love Got brother Jesus He sure pleases Chock full of love There is no room for separation He's done all the preparation I am his new creation now Chock full of love Chock full of love Chock full of love Chock full of love I got the power That made the flowers He's making me Chock full of love I've got the spirit Yes, I am near it. Cinnamon, chock full of love. You think it's just infatuation? You don't understand the situation. You see, I am a new creation now. Chock full of love. 
chock full of love. Chock full of love. A chock full of love. Hey, Freaks, it's Friday, March 16th, 2018. Coming up on the program today, why are lesbians all fat, ugly, and mean? Plus, is God into puke play? Sewing little Korean boy dicks to your face and whipping out your medical meth card. All of this plus your voicemails today on DV. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Breathing in semen from the air does not get a woman pregnant. LOL, laugh out loud. Tim Henson back here with you, ending the week with the Friday show. Oh, I've just got some terrible news to share with you today. Utard and Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee Jan Terry has lost her dog, Denny. Although, if you ever saw a picture of that thing, it wouldn't be unreasonable for you to think she was carrying around a corpse dog for the past 10 years. The thing was sickly looking. It was ready to go at any moment. I'm surprised it hung on for this long. I mean, the dog was old. Yes, it's sad. But come on, it wasn't exactly unexpected. And Jan Terry's retarded, man. She, her post about it was, Denny is dead, he died today. That's one sentence. Not died, die. Denny is dead, he died today. You know, back when Cheryl Murkowski and I interviewed Jan Terry, uh, Denny ruined the whole thing. Hi, Jan. It's so nice. It's so nice to talk to you. Oh, Denny. That's Denny. What's he barking at? Um, somebody's walking by. I don't know. It was probably the Grim Reaper circling around Denny. Oh, I would be barking too. So less than 24 hours later, there's already a GoFundMe page to raise money for Jan Terry to, I don't know, buy happiness or something. Oh, everyone has to have a GoFundMe page for fucking something. Now, look, I'm the last person who should be talking because I'm always begging you guys for money. But this is like my job. My job is to beg you for money. This is how I make my living. I'm no different than PBS or NPR. They're pretty legit. The one thing I'm not doing, pleading with you to give me money so I feel better over a dead dog. You don't automatically receive a windfall just because your dog got into a bag of dark chocolate. That's not how this works. All right, so the GoFundMe campaign is titled For the Love of Denny. As most of you already know, tragically, Denny passed away this morning without warning. It was a shock to everyone. Denny, dead at the age of 25. You look at the picture of Denny on this GoFundMe page, the dog doesn't look like it has a mouth anymore. You ever see those anti-smoking ads? Shows a guy who's like missing half of his face. Doctors had to remove it because it was all, all cancerous and full of tumors and shit. That's what happened to Denny. All right. Uh, Denny was more than a dog to Jan. He was her best friend. Her heart is broken. And the only thing that can heal it is a trip to the casino. Give Jan some craps money. She actually is trying to cover some uh, medical expenses. I guess, you know, they took Denny to the emergency vet when uh, Denny was getting ready to croak. She also wants to raise some money so Jan can afford her next furry companion. Here is just a little bit of uh, Jan Terry's music, in case you forgot what she sounded like. Yeah, baby blue, so crystal clear, clear enough to fill a swimming pool. 
funny thing about this music video, if you watch it, the guy who plays Baby Blue doesn't have blue eyes. And there are m many, many close-ups of this guy. And you can clearly see he's got super brown eyes. I mean, she addressed that in our interview. We asked her point blank, why the hell did you hire a guy with brown eyes? And apparently it's because it's the only guy she knew, I guess. Here's another song. This is her Halloween ditty, Get Down Goblin. One of my favorites. Get down goblin. Get down goblin. Get down goblin. that Jan Terry was smart coming up with a Halloween novelty song because you know at least one time a year people are going to play this music right the get down goblin part was good this part not so much moving on I've got a couple religious clips I want to share with you I don't know what the hell happened but televangelists are getting pretty dark again. After President Trump was elected, Jim Baker, Pat Robertson, all these televangelists were like, praise God, finally, we've got someone in the White House that will return the United States to glory. God has anointed him. Trump has saved America. That lasted about a year. I mean, these guys would talk about how, like, the left and the pro-abortion people are trying to destroy everything Trump is fighting for. But by and large, it's all about how Trump was God's will and yada, yada, yada. Like I said, I don't know what happened in the last month or two, but we're back to fucking doom and gloom. Here is Rick Wiles, who said he spoke to God and God told him flat out, that America is fucked. To wash away your sins, but you won't do it. Right. You don't want to be clean. Oh, I thought I fast forwarded past all of this. So therefore, God's I'm just wrapping up, talking to Rick Wiles about how unclean America is. I'm going to clean you with judgment. Yes. My friend, that's the word the Lord gave me to speak right now to the American people. America, you're lewd. Thank you. You're filthy in the eyes of the Lord. Someone's been listening to DV. You think you're great and mighty, but you're lewd. You're filthy. You're dirty. Your sins stink to heaven. America smells like putrid vomit <laughs> in the nostrils of the Lord right now. If we smell so bad, stop sniffing us. Turn your head. Why would God do this to himself? Unless... The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. God likes the stink of putrid vomit. So you better be careful about saying, oh, we're going to have a war. We're going to beat Russia. You better be very careful. This is all about Russia? Because the Lord may be on Russia's side in this war. <laughs> They're acting more Christian than us. And this nation has embraced homosexuality lewdness pornography every vile thing paganism i've said it before and i'll say it again when you hear someone pronounce pornography pornography you know exactly who you're dealing with people who enjoy por pornography can pronounce it 
the gods of the East. We've embraced it in this country, and the church just accommodates it. Yeah, we need to fight against the three Ps, pornography, paganism, and pole smokers. Just looks the other way. That's because pagans aren't a real threat to anyone. Don't they worship like wheat or something, you know, like flowers and shit? Who cares? Pagans. Are there really that many pagans out there here in the United States? It's a huge problem, according to this guy. Uh, Next up, we've got that guy, uh, Coach Dave, who I don't think he really coaches anything. Maybe like some church youth group softball league. I don't know. But uh, he thinks paganism isn't the problem. The real issue, the real reason why God hates us all is because we're a bunch of sissies. Everywhere they go, they're being sissified. They're being sissified in school. They're being sissified at uh, in church. They're being sissified on the job. They're being sissified in the home. The daddies have become sissies. The daddies won't speak back to their to their bossy wives because they want to get laid. And it's always the woman's fault. The woman is bossy, withholding sex, fucking broads. You can tell this guy has a real chip on his shoulder. So mom runs the house. Mom runs everything. Dad goes out and earns all the money. The kids never see dad take a stand for anything except maybe the Buckeyes or the Bengals or the Browns. I think Coach Dave is uh, from Ohio. He really starts to lose it halfway through the video. We don't teach that. Why? Because there isn't any right or wrong. You can be a man and sleep with another man. Hell yeah. You can be a woman and sleep with another woman. Gross. You can be a man who kills your baby. You can be a man who impregnates a lady and lets her kill her baby. But you're not allowed to have any opinion on it. You just got to sit there in the corner, shut up, and let the women do whatever they want to do. That, in a nutshell, is what's going on in American society. It all comes back to the women who are practically putting on a psychological strap-on and pegging us men pinning us down and treating us like the little bitches we've become. We just lay there with our legs spread open, accepting this big fat dong dangling between our wives' legs. And we don't want to rock the boat, so we keep quiet, even though it hurts and we're crying, but it still kind of feels good, and it's hitting this weird spot. Why am I coming? Does this make me gay? I'm questioning everything. Hey, speaking of gays, one more religious slash, I guess, uh, political clip. Alex Jones had Gavin McGinnis as a guest, and Gavin McGinnis said uh, that their idea for winning, I guess the culture wars, is uh, for them to just breed a lot, like fuck like rabbits, and have lots of kids that have the same uh, ideology. <laughs> Meanwhile, like uh, left-wing lesbians uh, will be driven extinct. I guess. I don't know. Take a listen. And they are going to be extinct. Our children are not going to have to deal with these annoying, childless, lesbian feminists because they're all going to be gone. They're the dodo birds. And by the way, I have nothing against lesbians. I don't My wife doesn't. Okay. I don't even know what he's saying here. Isn't he the one that's always going on about gay frogs? Talking about how the gays are always recruiting people and how it's sick and stuff. Wife doesn't. Okay. I'll be sitting there and that we'll be at a restaurant and you and it's just these four folks are so uptight why are lesbians so uptight <laughs> i well i mean you you know alex jones does kind of have a point look at this is a separate thing but i can't help but notice gay men are always dancing around in short shorts lesbians are always grumpy in ill-fitting denim pants is it bugging me that so far i've agreed with everything these two idiots have said yeah a little but still Again, valid points. Lesbians are always grumpy in ill-fitting denim pants. Exactly. It's got to be sex. 
Male gays get laid more, and getting laid apparently makes you happy because there's no one grumpier than a lesbian. <laughs> well, I'll just say it without getting it. It's a family show. He always has to say that when Gavin McInnes is on. Last time we played a clip of these two, he kept saying that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Keep it clean. This is a family show. In my experience, lesbians are people that have had a bad experience with men in their life. And most women grow out of it. Why does this tiny population, this tiny group of sexless, depressed, old, chubby dykes control so much <laughs> of the political narrative? Okay, you get the idea. It is funny because at the end of the clip, Alex Jones starts talking about Hillary Clinton. Still, they're on with Hillary Clinton. She, she's done. She's, she's retired. She's in a fucking nursing home now, isn't she? They need to find a new scary woman enemy. Sorry, not a woman, a sexless, angry, big fat dyke or whatever. All right, moving on now. Two more short clips and then we'll do the news. First up, a submission from Cheesecake Muncher. He says, longtime sideshow freak. Here is a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. This is Lit Boss, the official music. Yo. Oh, is right. We've got a rapper here whose testicles have not yet descended. Yo. And he speaks Klingon. He must be a hit with the ladies. What was that supposed to be the sound of a gun? Is he pulling like a Brian Silva thing there? Yo. Yo. Yo, what's up, guys? This is another one. Yo, what? yo, yo. Why are we saying yo, yo? Dab on the heels. Your mama dead on your face. Yo, don't ever talk to me. Okay. Yo, I'm a savage. You're average, guys. I'm a savage. All my friends are here. I'm sorry, can you can you speak up? Take a shot every time he says yo. And we're all blackout drunk. Donald Trump, W plus 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 what? What? What's with red right? What? What is your face? You don't have teeth work all All I got out of this so far is yo, 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 and then something about Donald Trump. I don't know if he's pro or against Donald. Yo. 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 Oh, wait, YouTube, you all so dumb. All right, yo, listen. You've had enough, I know. Finally, before we get into the news, my favorite TV program on community access television is back. It's Community Corner. Now, I know making fun of retards is, like, easy, and it's mean, mean-spirited, but it's not that I'm making fun of the fact they're mentally challenged. I make fun of all people who sound funny. And they're on television, you know, they're inviting criticism. Tim Henson justifies being a monster. It's a new segment I'm working on. All right, so the real reason why I'm featuring these guys today, oh my God, they are in rare form. Welcome to Community Coil. My name is David, David, Taylor, and my two sidekicks. First of all, 
to know who appointed David DeWitt the leader. I feel like they are equals, right? There are three hosts. It shouldn't be like, I'm David DeWitt, and these are my underlings, Aaron Castle and Ryan Gray. You know, why don't you go get me some coffee and let me do the interviewing? You know, as we've learned over the years here on DV, even the mentally handicapped can be fucking douche nozzles. My name is David DeWitt, killer of my two sidekicks. Okay, hello, welcome to Community Corner. My name is Allen County Castle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I'm Ryan Nicholas Gray. That guy to me sounds like every single fedora wearing, basement dwelling internet dork. Hello, my lady. You may call me Ryan Nicholas Gray, okay? Thank you. Today we greet Colleen Holmes, who is very active in the entire area. Yeah. Oh. He's the lead host. At least the other guy with the uh, the high voice can sort of like speak and read. A while back, he coordinated a fundraising event. What? That involves a fashion. I'm not following a word of what he's trying to say. I'm enjoying every second of it. I do kind of feel bad because. I don't think this guy's doing so well anymore. Like, he used to be able to to talk a little more clearly. And then you say, guys. And I, I think he's gained a lot of weight. Happened to be that DJ. Really? And it was a great event. Today, we will ruin more about calling and her background Ooh. and material activities. <laughs> Ooh. Thank you, thank you. And also, oh, what a patronizing thank you. Jocelyn, who's also a mom of a young gal who has Down syndrome. Do we applaud that or should we show sympathy? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Happy to be here. Can you hook me up? Thank you. Thank you for a nice introduction. Thanks. I do not care about the guests at all. It's uh, all about the host. All right. So the next question goes to the middle dude who has the high voice. He's always breaking. <laughs> and what are your hobbies and interests? See? Very quick to the point. This kid is no sidekick. He's a motherfucking star, baby. Let's see how the uh, the last, the fedora-wearing dork does. Yes. Ladies, did you pursue education, higher education, and if so, in what area? Man, I love all of these kids. These kids. Amazing. I would, um, what, um, <laughs> I would you please describe the pulpus? The pulpit? The porpoise? The pulp? I hope that show never gets canceled. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. The fucked up news right now. Hey, if you like Distorted View daily and you want more or you would just like to support this nonsense, consider signing up and becoming a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. It's TV's member site where you get full access to the entire archive of programs, Plus, every week we do exclusive shows. Uh, Thursday, yesterday we did one full-length episode. And on Tuesday, we did a program just for Sideshow members. Every week we do at least two. 
going to be doing some uh, new videos for you guys real soon. It's a great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive. $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Lately, and this is real, I'm not making this up, a uh, popular option is the quarterly membership, where every three months you get charged 20 bucks. Not a bad deal. 20 bucks for three months of access. Check it out. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. All right. Three quick stories, then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, recently on the show, we played audio of a woman who said ingesting semen helped with uh, skin tone, metabolism, a whole host of things. Now uh, we're learning it's not just the stuff that comes out of your dick hole. It's the actual penis itself that can give you life, baby. Naturally, celebrities are at the forefront of penis facials. The penis facial is the catchy name for what's professionally known as an EGF facial. That is an epidermal growth factor, which uses stem cells from the foreskins of circumcised Korean boys. First of all, I didn't even know that Korean children got circumcised. I thought that was just a thing we did here in the United States. And, you know, Jews. Apparently, circumcision is sweeping across the globe. Stem cells work to encourage skin cells to turn over rapidly and regenerate. So they're often used for brightening, exfoliating, and healing the skin. Similar to enzyme facials. Why isn't there a way to, like, use these foreskin stem cells to help grow bigger, longer, thicker dicks? Who the hell cares about rubbing foreskins on your face? Who wants that? Uh, Georgia Louise's version of a stem cell facial is getting some extra attention because she uses foreskin stem cells, hence the penis facial nickname. Once the stem cells are harvested from foreskins... Man, we are a sick species. This is what we're doing with our time. This is what we're wasting it on. Trying to figure out how to use foreskin stem cells to have smoother skin. All right. <laughs> how many people died of, like, cancer today? All right. Uh, once the stem cells are harvested from foreskins, they're infused with botanical scents. Ooh. No, that's not true. They're infused with fruit flavor. No. They're infused into the skin using a micro-needling technique. They're basically sewing a little Korean boy's foreskin into your face uh, to simulate regeneration and collagen production. That's a similar technique to another celeb-loved treatment, the vampire facial, which of course involves separ of course, separating the protein-rich plasma from your own blood and having that uh, micro-needled back into your skin. The facial includes a cleanse followed by an intensive TCA peel, micro-needling machine, and an electrifying mask to calm the skin. Because nothing is more calming than getting electrocuted. Followed by her secret box of EGF serum. EGF is derived from cells of the human fibroblast taken from Korean newborn baby foreskin. <laughs> Which helps to generate collagen and elastin. FDA-approved stem cells and peptides are penetrated deep into the skin using a special electric micro-needling wand. The process... This sounds like a torture technique. It's like a, a punishment for pedophiles. We will sew a, like a little child's foreskin into your face. It's like a scarlet letter. You have to walk around. And everyone's going to know that you fucked a baby. 
All right. Uh, the reason foreskins are used is because younger skin has better quality stem cells, and you can't get those fucking stem cells from anywhere else aside from foreskin. In Korea, boys tend to be circumcised. Oh, the more you know. So their foreskin are an easy way to access young skin, especially as South Korea is home to so many stem cell banks. The treatment jumped onto the radar of Kate Blanchett, and she reveals that she and Sandra Bullock had the facial done while in New York. Sandy Bullock and I saw this facialist in New York, Kate said, uh, and she gave us what's called the penis facial. It's something. I don't know what it is. Really, you don't. You didn't do any research. You're just like, yeah, slather that little Korean boy cock on my face. Uh, I don't know what it is or whether it's just because it smells a bit like sperm. There's some enzyme in it. So Sandy refers to it as the penis facial. The only catch, other than, you know, being comfortable with using circumcised foreskin on your fucking face, is that it's pricey. You're going to need to fork over about $650 per treatment. It's actually less than I thought. It's a small price to pay to get my hands on some Korean boycock. All right. Second story we have for you today. Using drugs and watching porn is a great way to spend the weekend. No, using drugs and watching porn while performing surgery are just some of the bizarre allegations being lodged against a well-known plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. The alleged former patient, Tess Broussard, said she suffered botched lip fillers before she tried suing the doctor for medical malpractice back in 2013. That suit got dismissed when Broussard's expert witness could no longer testify. A blow to her legal battle that was delivered by Dr. Randall ha uh, Hayworth himself. Now she said she's filing an amended complaint against the doctor that includes an array of strange new allegations. My three favorite words during the new segment. Strange new allegations. Broussard and her attorney cited a 2017 deposition of a surgical consultant who had worked for Hayworth for some 15 years. The consultant described his behavior inside the operating room. He apparently regularly plays really bizarre hardcore pornography and other things in surgery. That's according to uh, this woman's attorney, Christopher Rudd. Graphic and violent videos <laughs> would play on a monitor, like on a loop inside the operating room when Hayworth was performing surgery or Haworth. I don't know. It's H-A-W-O-R-T-H. Haworth. Uh, Broussard and her attorney said the deposition claims that deposition, Rudd said, also accuses the doctor of altering and forging patients' records and performing surgeries he might not be fit to do. Penis facials. Yeah, I'm qualified to do some needlepoint work with little Korean boy cocks on your face. After being treated for eye cancer, the doctor was left with impacted vision that could affect his ability to properly operate, according to the deposition. Broussard said she uh, never would have sought out his surgical work if she would have known that. The playing hardcore porn on monitors was okay, though. He had to wear glasses. Gross. Uh, he's also accused of using illicit drugs and unlawfully using Percocet and writing prescriptions for others to obtain Percocet on his behalf. While Broussard's past medical malpractice suit against the doctor was dismissed, she said she suffered injuries from his work. She said Haworth recommended a filler to be used on her lips that she claims was not approved by the FDA. You're not supposed to use chicken fat as lip filler. 
In addition to being the self-described master plastic surgeon of facial hyperesthetics in nose, Howarth is also the inventor behind the so-called nightlift bra. It promises to protect your breast while you sleep. It does this by helping prevent breast sagging and drooping over time by keeping the breast perfectly immobile but always in total comfort. Some of the allegations against Hayworth in the deposition were also cited by another client of Rudd's named Laura Day in her own medical malpractice suit filed against the doctor last year. So there you go. Final story we have for you today. I'm going to hand it to uh, this next meth addict we're featuring on the show. Normally, if you get caught by police, you just deny it or you run away or you fight. You just freak out. You know, those are the standard options when caught with meth. This woman played it cool and whipped out her medical meth card. Now, of course, there's no such thing as a medical meth card. She doctored one up herself. See what I mean? She's artsy. She's crafty, sneaky. She's my favorite meth head. Uh, So we've all heard of medical marijuana cards, but one Albuquerque woman claims she had a prescription for medical meth. Authorities were not fooled. Ginger Sharp was arrested for a probation violation after her parole officer said she tested positive for meth. Ooh, meth. However, according to court documents, Sharp said she was prescribed the meth by a doctor. It's for her glaucoma. That, of course, would never fly. But, like, meth has got to be good for something. Maybe if you've got, like, constant and violent diarrhea, Meth might help bind you up. I'm always hearing about how, like, people on drugs can't shit, right? They go weeks without crapping. We saw what Roy Killer War produced in the toilet. That massive brick. This is my medical meth for my shitting issues. All right. Sharp said she was prescribed the meth by a doctor uh, and even had a prescription bottle with a label for meth tablets. The bottle was an elaborate fake, of course. Sharp is now being charged with forgery and identity theft. So there you go. Wow. It's the extended dance remix of the meth song. Ooh, meth. Ooh, meth. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these butts all out of my place. One more hit. No tattoo. Wait, no meth. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you, freaks. 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. We also have a special voicemail number just for patrons. You got that Patreon account. You can pledge a few dollars. One of the cool things about it is... You get access to a voicemail line. I'll play all your calls first. You know, I'm always backed up for like a month on these stupid voicemails. So uh, let's do a couple right now. Yes, caller. Speak to me, please. Good day, Tim. Smizzy calling in from Mountaintop, Pennsylvania. Long time. Proud Sideshow Freak. Good boy. And I just wanted to give a uh, Sideshow plug. Man, I'm all caught up on the recent shows. And so I'm like, yeah, let's go into the archives. So I have shit to listen to while I work. And I've been an everyday listener since fall of 2005. Wow. So I got to hear the uh, few shows that I didn't hear. And it's amazing 
to listen to your sexual ambiguity. Uh, the first time you played the dickhole guy, little oh, Marky, yeah. all that history shit that's just commonplace now. It's fun to hear when you first actually discovered the stuff. Uh, the gay fisting porn, ah, that was amazing. Listen to you uh, claim or talk about the uh, podcast awards. Oh, I can't yeah. wait till you win that one. You're going to be so happy. Um, but great job. Love those archives. Like I said, gives me something to listen to yeah. uh, and, and catch up on the very few shows that I've not heard. Very well, good. Thank you so much for uh, the call. Nice little plug for the sideshow there. For once, I don't have to do the heavy lifting. Uh, next up here. Yes. Timmy Moo. Human garbage. Checking in. Human garbage. Good show about Taco Bell. Man, that was one of my first... McJobs when I was coming up as a young dickwad. I heard, uh, I just read this article, or I just saw the headline that uh, there are tons of people quitting McDonald's. Employees are, are leaving in droves because they're freaking out. Apparently, there's new technology involved, and, and, and the employees don't know how to handle it, and there's too many new menu items, and it's confusing them. I got a story for you. To, like use computers. I guess because like McDonald's now is like offering those touch screen kiosks. It's real quick. Yes, go ahead. Please go ahead with your story. What happened? There's like two more minutes to the voicemail, and then he's gone. One right here. Oh, it comes the, up through wait. the back door like. Freezer. Wait, I guess it was my my fault. There's a problem. Here we go. Oh, right. be me. I'm going into uh, first young dick while I was coming out. I got a story for you. It's real quick. Okay. So be me, I'm going into uh, first shift at Taco Bell in the morning. Uh, get there, we're unloading all the, uh, all the fresh produce and stuff into the back freezer. Uh, suddenly somebody comes up through the back door, like you know, at that right opportune time, sticks a gun in uh, the face of everybody oh, who's shit. helping unload and we all get pushed into the walk-in freezer. Uh, you know, they probably didn't make off with very much money because all the safe shit is, it was even, even back then that you could only open the safe at a certain time. So right. like, this is, wow. you know, stupid criminals 101 right here. The guy picked the wrong time. Yeah, don't rob a taco bell. As we were in the walk-in freezer, the lady next to me, this little Hispanic lady who just, she's so cute. She's just all packed into her uniform as tight as could be. Uh, fat, fat, fat. Anyway, uh, we're, lock, we're in the lock-in freezer, and uh, we locked it from the inside because that's one of the security measures. This lady needs to uh, take a shit. Oh, no. And she ended up using one of the buckets that we <laughs> put the iceberg lettuce in. Oh, my God. We had an empty bucket. and uh, It's amazing I haven't gotten sick more often at Taco Bell. <laughs> I had to listen to the I turned around out of respect, but uh, certainly my curious... Who are these people that can't hold their shit for like a half an hour? You know what I mean? And she took a shit in an empty plastic bucket and... Uh, I've held my shit an entire weekend when I, you know, didn't want to do my business. basically like unload the entire free... Like the whole store was shut down because she... Not that big of a deal. She couldn't hold it in. Uh, <laughs> she's a savage animal. Yeah. Anyway, that's my Taco Bell story. I hope your next trip over there is better than... Than that. No, I have not been back to Taco Bell since uh, that fateful night. There are, you know, a bunch of new places for us to go down here in Cincinnati, so we're exploring, you know, new restaurants and stuff. I will say this about fast food. There is one and only one jack-in-the-box restaurant, and it's in Cincinnati, and it's close by. And I haven't had jack-in-the-box since, like, 2000. Like, we don't have that in Columbus or 
in Northeast Ohio or whatever. So this is like the the closest the closest I've ever been to a Jack in the Box. When I was in uh, Texas doing the show with Joey for uh, the Real Talk Network, we went to the Jack and uh, Jack in the Box once, and it was disgusting. But for some reason, I'm excited to try it again. I was told to stick to the breakfast food. Hey, Tim, I want to talk about your waifu. Tim, it bugs me that you don't use his real name. When you say Lord Douche all the time, it sounds like some guy you play fucking Xbox with and not the man who breeds your boy pussy. (laughs) Just call him Tom or something. Use a pseudonym, but I don't like Lord Douche. Oh. Freaks me out. I didn't realize that bothered people. Does that bother you guys? Or is it just this dude? If so, we got to come up with a name. I love you. Bye. Put your thinking caps on. All right, that's your homework for this weekend. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it? Oh, God. America smells like putrid vomit. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I will see you back on Monday to do it all over again. Thank you guys so much for a great week of programs. Bye, everybody. He also suffered from atri- atrial fibrillation, a condition that causes an irregular and often abnormally fast heart rate. <laughs>